0: Hi, fight time ladies. Um, so you've got Brittany McIntyre here back again. Um, it's pretty late. Sorry about that. It's Wednesday. You know, we have church and I stayed late after church. I was talking to a lady and I finally got home, got my kids settled, showered. The house is quiet. Everything's calm. Got myself collected and, um... Here I am, ready to talk to you, sisters. Um, so, just so all of you ladies know, I have been ruminating on this particular um, topic for a while. Um, it's been a thing that I've been dealing with personally for, you know, off and on my entire life. We all have. Um, but it's been really heavy on me lately and, um, I was actually, I'm going to throw Casey under the bus for a quick second. Sorry, Casey. Um, I was actually planning on sharing this with all of you last Wednesday and Casey looked at our schedule and thought it was blank and she posted so, I have had a whole nother week to sit and marinate with this topic, and it's been killing me (laughs) a little bit, Um, but I think it it was good for me anyway. um, So here I am, and I'm ready to share it, and um, I am going to talk to all you sisters tonight about when you need God to move a mountain. Um, So just so y'all know, I'm looking at my notes. I'll color coded again because I've had time to look at them, think about them, figure it out with myself and my heart. And um, yeah, we're going to talk about mountains in our lives, okay? Um, and what we need to do when we need God to move those mountains that are in our lives, okay? So um, I've shared this many times with you, sisters, um, in various stages. Of the past probably the second half of this year Um, so this season that I truly believe I'm walking out of now has been uh, pretty challenging and I have some options when I think about what I've been going through and I could you know I could psychoanalyze it and go that route or I could choose to look at the people and the situations and the events in a biblical way and ask God to help me see it through His eyes. Um, And I'll be honest with you, um, the first option is a lot easier. It's a lot easier than to ask God to open my eyes and help me see it the way He wants me to see it. Um, That takes a lot of work, and it's hard, and it hurts. Like Brianne was talking about tonight, it hurts, but it's good for us. Because you see, what happens when I ask God to help me see it in His way is that I have to lay down my pride in order to do that. And I don't like to do that. I don't want to do that it hurts. I don't like it. I would rather not. Um, But I have to. If I want to grow and I want to get continually better, then that's what's required of me. I have to let go of my self-righteous anger. I have to let go of those hurts. I have to let go of my point of view. And I need to let God's word. And the Holy Spirit opened my eyes, not just to this situation and to the people and the circumstances that I'm dealing with and I'm living with and, you know, are part of life sometimes, but I have to let God's word and his Holy Spirit open my eyes to my own heart. Um, and more than anything, I actually have to let go and I have to let God transform my heart and my mind and my perspective and the way that I deal with this. Um, so I figured that was a really good thing to share with you sisters, because I, I know that if I'm struggling with it and I'm human, I can't be the only one. Okay. So we're going to talk about it tonight. Um, so in saying that, I have to be able to let God transform my heart. I'm going to share with y'all the one scripture. And it is from Psalm chapter 51 and verses 10 to 12. And it says, Create a clean heart in me, O God, and renew a faithful spirit within me, and provide me with a spirit of willing obedience. <clears throat> And like Brianne was talking about tonight, that hurts and it's not easy, Um, but here we go. (laughs) All right. So, you know, we've, we've already established, we all have difficult people and difficult situations and challenging events in our lives. Okay. Um, and so I'm sure right now when I'm talking about this, you have, someone or something. One of my favorite verses. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's one of my favorite too, but it's one of the hardest to swallow. <laughs> probably. That's probably a good thing. Um, so when I'm talking about that, I'm sure all of you have either someone or something that jumps into your mind. Okay. So before you run off with that person or that thing, stop. Okay. Stop right now. Do not run down a rabbit hole with that person or that thing. Do not do that. Why? Because that is dangerous, ladies. That is so dangerous to do that. Instead, take that thing that's in your mind right now and take it captive. Okay, captive. And I'm going to give you another scripture to help you with that. And that comes from Second Corinthians, and it is um, from chapter 10 and verse five. and this is another good one. It says, "We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God, and we take captive, every thought. To make it obedient to Christ. Okay. So we've talked about create a clean heart in me, God. Give me a spirit of willing obedience. And now we're talking about taking our thoughts captive and making it obedient to Christ. Okay. And this is all when dealing with mountains in our lives, sisters. Things that we think are impossible we have to use those two scriptures <clears throat> sorry <clears throat> sorry respiratory gunk um so okay we've got those two scriptures we've got a frame of mind that we're working in here so now remember that god loves you and every individual involved in these situations more than you ever will, more than you ever can, because you are only human and he's God. So he loves you and every individual involved in every situation more than you can even imagine. We're just not capable of that kind of love. We are only human. So another thing to remember is that God is not only our redeemer, but he is our restorer and our rebuilder. So if we are asking God to create in us a clean heart, give us a spirit of willing obedience, renew a faithful spirit within us, and we are taking our thoughts captive to the obedience of Christ, and we remember that God is infinitely capable of more love to us and everyone involved in everything than we can ever imagine. Okay. We need to understand that he is not, we need to understand that he is, like I said, our redeemer, our restorer and our rebuilder. And he can absolutely take all of the junk in our lives he can take all of these nonsense, ridiculous, impossible mountain situations and people. And he can take the unlovable people. He can take the unlovable parts of us, even because, yeah, you know, we're human and we're not perfect. And sometimes we're not that great. I'm not that great, okay? I'm not. <laughs> There are parts of me that are naturally and physically unlovable, but God can love it and he can restore it. Okay. And he can transform those people and those parts of us into something of beauty. All right. So I'm not going to suggest that God is going to transform those people and those things every time immediately and that everything is going to be immediately hunky dory it can be God can but he doesn't always you know it's a process some a lot of times with God things are a process because he wants us to learn he wants us to grow okay in him and it's it's hard So instead, I am suggesting that God will help us see the people and the events through his eyes instead of our own. Okay, we are not capable of going through these things alone and without him and without his help. He will give us the compassion. He will give us the love. He will give us the patience. And the perseverance, even, perseverance, when we give it all up to him, when we bind our thoughts and we take captive our thoughts and we make them obedient to Christ, when we ask him to renew our hearts and have a spirit of willing obedience, okay, to follow his word and follow his guidance and his leading, he, he can give us that compassion, that love, that, that patience, and the perseverance and the strength to stick it out, okay, and to deal with these mountains that are in our lives. Because here's, here's what happens. Here's what happens when we do not give it all up to Him. When we do not give it up to Him, we do not lean on His knowledge, and we lean instead on our own understanding, we hold on to it. We chew on it. We carry it around with us. We try to work it out in our heads. We we try to create our own solutions. Um, whatever it is that we do, we what if it to death? Okay, we are in very dangerous territory, ladies. We are in very dangerous territory because we are operating. We are trying to operate in our own understanding, and we will fail every time. Every time. It is not good for us at all. And what's even more than that, when we try to operate in our own understanding, we are preventing God from moving in our lives. We are preventing God from doing the very thing that we are asking and expecting him to be faithful in doing for us. And that is to move a mountain to get us through an impossible situation. When we try to bring something to God and we go, God, this is a mountain and I need you to move it. And then we go, but hold on, God. But what if? We, we, we're binding his hands. We are stopping him from using his supernatural, infinite, almighty power to work, to do what he does in a glorious way. It's crazy. So. If you are needing God to move a mountain, okay? Sometimes you might need to get yourself out of the way. Okay? Get yourself out of your own way, all right? Because God can move that mountain. He he will move that mountain. He's so faithful. But unless you work with him instead of against him, okay? You're you're not going to get anywhere, okay? If you stand in God's way, nothing is going to happen. I don't know if any of you ladies listened to Bryce last week on Wednesday, but God is a gentleman. He's very respectful, and he's not going to force anybody to do anything. So if you get in his way... He's not going to just manhandle you and say, get out of the way. Let me handle it. Okay. Sometimes maybe like we do with our kids, (laughs) just saying guilty, done it, seen me do it. Right. Um, what you have to do is you have to work with him. Okay. You, I, Brittany McIntyre has to lay down her pride. I have to lay down my pride. I have to get myself out of the way. I have to be obedient to God's will and God's plan for my life. That he laid the foundation for my life before he even laid the foundation for the universe. I am so important to God that I, he loved me since the beginning of time. So he loved me from the beginning. Okay. He's had plans for me. From the beginning. So he loves me so much. What I need to do is I need to get out of the way. Because he knows what's best. And I need to follow him. Okay. So if I stand in his way. He's not going to force me to move. And say "All right, move. I've got this. Because that's not what he's about. He wants me to grow. He wants me to get better. I have to work with him. I have to lay down my pride. I have to trust him. I have to be open to his love. I have to be open to his direction. I have to be open to his discipline. Okay? I have to be open to his teaching. And then, and only then, can I expect God to do something amazing beyond what i could ever have imagined i'm not that big okay i cannot think up a universe i cannot think up myself okay i could not have created me i wouldn't be so messed up if i had created me (laughs) i mean really all right i would i would i'm not that great But God is an excellent craftsman, okay? He is an excellent craftsman. So, above everything, ladies, you have to trust God with that mountain that's in your life. You have to trust God with that mountain that's in your life. You cannot what if it. You cannot try to think up your own solutions. And you have to be ready, okay? Going back to 2 Corinthians chapter 10 and verse 5. Wrong one. Psalm 51, uh, 10 through 12. That's the one you have to be ready to be hands on. If that's what you need, you also have to be ready to be hands off. If that's what's required, you have to be ready for either option. Okay. But the most important thing is you have to trust God and you have to let him call the shots You have to let him call the plays. He's the coach. He knows the outcome. You got to let him call the plays, okay? He may or may not want you to be a part of this mountain moving experience and process. You don't know, okay? You don't know. But what I'm telling you I do know is that you can't get in front of him. You can't stand in his way. And above all, we have to keep our eyes and our ears sensitive and attuned and open to him. How are we going to do that? Through his word, through his living word, ladies. Because his his answers are there. His promises are there. So, um... I'm letting y'all know I'm facing a couple of mountains, some bigger than others. Okay. And I, I have to get out of the way and I have to know, and I have to trust that God has got my best interest at heart and I need to get on his team. I need to get out of his way. I need to get on his team. Okay. I need to take steps with him. I need to be a willing servant I need to have an obedient heart. I need to take my thoughts captive and I cannot run off down a rabbit hole. I need to be willing to climb that mountain with God and expect him to meet me at the top of that mountain, just like he did with Abraham when he told Abraham to go sacrifice his son, Isaac. I am sure that was one of the most difficult things. I know that I will never probably never have to face that. But could you just imagine God telling you, I'm going to give you a child and then making you wait until you're 99, nearly 100, you know, and then he tells you after you have the child, all right, now you have to go sacrifice him on a mountain as a burnt offering because I'm telling you to. That takes a lot of obedience And Abraham did not have to listen. He did not. But he did. And he took steps. He loaded up his animals. He loaded up his servants. He loaded up his son. And he took off in the direction he went on that journey. He took one step after the other every single one of them rooted in faith. And he knew that God was going to provide. God did not provide at the base of the mountain. God provided at the top. And Abraham would never have known that if he had not climbed the mountain in obedience, if he had not got out of his way and said, no, God, I can't do that. But what if you did this instead. But what if you did this instead? Okay, let me figure out another way that I can sacrifice something else. No, he was obedient to God's calling. And God delivered on that mountain. God was faithful. But Abraham had to go first. Okay? And I just want y'all to know that I ripped that straight off from Caleb Britton. <laughs> today about abraham. I've been I've been working on this mountain thing for a while but she brought up that point to me today about you have to take steps. One foot in front of the other, you have to actually go. It it's hard. So thank you Kayla for doing that for me. Um so I just I just want to ask you ladies. I want to leave you with this question, okay? What about you? What about you? What mountains are you facing? Um what situation is a mountain what person is a mountain um what thing is a mountain that you need to get moved out of your life is it i mean it could be anything whatever it is that you're thinking right now it could be your husband it could be your job it could be your friend it could be your coworker it could be you okay it could be anything um so, so I want you to think about that. What, it, what is your mountain that you are asking God to move for you? And are you willing to get on his team? Are you willing to be hands-on? Are you willing to put one foot in front of the other and take steps on this journey with God to tackle this mountain together in obedience to him and his word and his promises that he's already given to you, okay? Because I'll leave you with this. God is still very much the same God as the Old Testament in Genesis where we read about Abraham sacrificing his son, okay? Pretty sure it's like 20, 21, 22, something like that. It's it's pretty close to the beginning, okay? God is still very much in the mountain-moving business, Absolutely every day. The thing is, is that he is waiting. He is ready and he is waiting to move yours. But he needs to know that you are obedient and that you are going to take this journey with him and that you are going to let him call the shots. Okay. He needs to know that you are going to follow him as team captain. All the way to the top of the mountain, where he's going to deliver on his promises to you. Okay, um, so that's pretty much the long and short of it tonight. It's not 30 minutes with me like it usually is. Um, but that that was something really pretty powerful with me that I've been working on. I've been climbing a mountain for a while, and it's been really hard. It's been all uphill, and I'm tired. And I've had some revelations lately, and I've realized, you know what? I'm not climbing this mountain alone. God is climbing it with me, and he is still going to be faithful to me. But I'm going to continue being faithful to him, and I'm going to follow I'm going to do what he wants me to do. I'm going to set myself aside. I'm going to let go of my pride. I'm going to face my hurts. I'm going to face my habits. I'm going to face my hangups and I'm going to just strip them off one piece at a time. And I'm going to say, all right, God, there's one more thing that I don't have to carry up this mountain. There's one more thing I don't have to carry up this mountain, but all I know is you're going to meet me there and you're going to be faithful to me. And, and I'm in this with you, God. You're in this with me, and I'm in this with you, okay? So, that's it. (laughs) Um, I love you ladies very much, and I hope very much that this helped literally anybody but me, and um, great encouragement, sister. Well, I helped the other Brittany, so there we go. (laughs) Um, All right, I love you ladies so very much, and... um, you know moving into 2024 i hope that you are able to look at yourself and look at your life and see which mountains it is that you've been asking god to move but that maybe you're standing in front of and you won't let him have access to those mountains um get out of his way get out of your way and get on god's team and watch him work in his and reveal his glory Okay, because um, he's not going to push you out of the way. He's not going to tackle you to the ground and say, all right, move so I can prove myself. Um, You might be a tool that God is using in your own life so that he can prove his glory in your life. And the way that he's going to use you as that tool is that you need to get out of his way. You need to get out of your way because um, I know I definitely am having to face myself a lot and get out of the way. And like Brian said tonight, it hurts ladies. It hurts bad, but there's growth on the other side of, of that. Okay. Um, so I love all you ladies a whole lot and I'm going to hop off of here and I will see you all again very soon. Bye.